Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. You know, we have taken some time over the last two or three weeks, and we have looked at the characteristics of some notable women of the Bible. We have looked at Eve, the woman of curiosity, Hagar, the woman rejected and discarded. We have looked at Miriam, the ambitious woman, at Deborah, the patriotic woman, Ruth, the woman of constancy, at Hannah, the ideal mother, Abigail, the capable woman, the Shunammite, the hospitable woman, Esther, the self-sacrificing woman, the Canaanite woman, the woman of faith, Mary Magdalene, the transformed woman, Mary of Bethany, the woman immortalized by Christ, and Martha, the worried housekeeper, and finally, the woman at the well who became an evangelist. It is so exciting to study the lives of women who have met Jesus and who Christ has made a difference in their lives. There are so many great women of history who have made a difference, not only those mentioned in the history pages of the Bible, but in the history pages of great books. Let me just share a few with you. Abigail Adams, she was first lady, a patriot, wife, mother, letter writer. Her letter writing to her husband was in fact so prolific that it showed a woman of great intelligence, definite opinions, strong emotions, and a great faith in God. Then there was Marian Anderson, born in 1902 in a South Philadelphia ghetto. She became a gifted African-American singer who rose to international prominence. She was the first black person to ever perform with New York's Metropolitan Opera. Then there was Mary McLeod Bethune, born in 1875. Her prayer that she might receive an education led this child of former slaves from the harvest fields of South Carolina to a career as a nationally known educator and advisor to President Franklin D. Roosevelt. And then Anna Bradstreet was known as America's first poet. She was a highly cultured Puritan who settled in colonial America to escape religious persecution. She began to write poetry to relieve the boredom and hardship of frontier life. Her brother-in-law took her writings to England and had them published. It was the first book of poetry by an American and the first significant one by a British woman. And then there was the beloved Fanny Crosby, known as the Queen of American Hymn Writers. She was struck blind and fatherless as an infant. She had a cheerful spirit and a strong faith. Her talent for poetry was directed to hymn writing, and she produced several thousand gospel songs, including some of the world's most popular and enduring hymns. She wrote one poem which she expressed her view of life. Oh, what a happy soul I am! Although I cannot see, I am resolved that in this world contented I will be. How many blessings I enjoy that other people don't. To weep and sigh because I am blind, I cannot and I won't. What a testimony to the grace, the love, and the enduring spirit of this great woman for Jesus Christ. Julia Ward Howe, born in May of 1819, wrote the Battle Hymn of the Republic, which became the semi-official song of the Union Army during the Civil War. 
she became active in women's suffrage and other social causes. Helen Keller. She was born at a time when multiple handicapped people were considered unteachable. She became a college graduate and a popular writer and speaker. Dolly Madison was a lively and social first lady and served as official hostess for both the Jefferson and Madison administrations. When the British burned the White House during the War of 1812, she rescued important state documents and artifacts before they could be destroyed by the enemy. And then Catherine Marshall. She was an inspirational author who was raised in a poor southern preacher's home. Yet she found herself thrust into Washington, D.C. society as the young bride of a prominent pastor who later became chaplain of the U.S. Senate. And after his death, she began a writing career to support herself. The result was 19 books and multiple millions in sales. She wrote about faith in adversity and an intimate relationship with her God. Time would not permit me to tell of the countless women of faith who have touched countless lives. If you are listening to the sound of my voice today, I want you to have faith in a faithful God. I want you to have faith in a God who will keep covenant with you, for He is a covenant-keeping God. Do not be discouraged, dear sister in Jesus, about your circumstances. Look up and believe that Jesus Christ knows you by name, and you, my dear beloved sister in Jesus, stand with notable women of faith. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor. 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. Are you walking in everything God has for you? Hi, I'm Pastor Gary Culp. And I'd like to invite you to check out the Exceedingly Abundant Ministries podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network. This 30-minute weekly Bible study will give you time to grow spiritually and get to know God and His Word on a deeper level. God has more in store for you than you ever realized. Listen to Exceedingly Abundant Ministries today and learn about how God can do more with your life than you ever imagined.